welcome to the Live Life Well podcast for busy women with me, Joanne Bibby. I hope this is a place where you'll find encouragement, inspiration and community to live life well, body, mind and soul. Welcome, welcome to you if you are listening to this episode of the Live Life Well podcast for busy women and I hope this just encourages you to take some time out to listen and think about how you can take care of yourself because you're so worthy of that so you can feel as good as you're meant to feel body mind and soul and I'm really delighted to introduce today's guest my good friend Ashley Andrews who I'm going to introduce in a moment and Ashley I just love your heart and I'm so glad you're on we've known each other for years but have sort of reconnected recently haven't we um through our mutual friends at your church in Glasgow and it's been so lovely to reconnect and just see your journey and I love that on your Instagram bio you describe yourself as a dreamer a believer a hiker an actor an adventurer and most importantly Scottish so please tell us what else we need to know about you Ashley (laughs) (laughs) it's funny isn't it like on those little Instagram bios you think oh how would I describe myself or it's that that interview isn't it where they say you know please describe yourself in three words um yeah but that kind of just that kind of sums up me and it's kind of summed up me for um since I was little um always been Scottish um yeah I was born I was born in a little village uh, about 10 miles outside of Glasgow in the countryside so that does make me a hiker um I do enjoy uh, outdoors and being outdoors. Um, enjoy hiking and climbing the hills. Uh, I'm not a Munro bagger. I have done Munros, but I don't count them. Um, I just enjoy the scenery. Um, so I can strongly recommend um, if you're if you're visiting Scotland, do like Ben Lady, do Ben Lomond. These are amazing mountains to explore. We've got some great views and great scenery up here. And um, if you if you do if you if you also like you know uh, any kind of theatre you might see me um, pop up across the country uh, during the summer I did a, a production of Paddington in Edinburgh which was also outdoors um, I love a bit of an outdoor production that's always good I, I love doing family and children's theatre um, normally at this time of the year I'm doing pantomime um, however this year uh, I've done I've, I've taken a bit of a creative um road to the right shall we say and um done some drama workshops with uh, offenders and recovering addicts mm-hmm. so, so that's a bit of a diversion for me but I'm really really enjoying it and uh, I, I also do a little bit of writing on the side as well so but as you said those words kind of basically sum me up and uh, I usually um, I'm not today actually um but I usually wear a lot of yellow that's usually what you'll see me in <laughs> But it's winter time, so the yellow has kind of pulled back a little bit. Oh, I love that. You've got a bit of a brand colour going on. And I think yellow reflects your personality very well, actually. It's like so bright and happy and you're like a ray of sunshine in any room. So I think it's definitely a colour that suits you. And it sounds like you're not, you don't discriminate between a hill and a mountain. It's more just about the experience of getting outside. I like that because sometimes we push ourselves, don't we, to... Like we've got to do the big challenges and really it has to like really be really hard to count but actually I guess it's a, a message in that is just to enjoy the journey it's not all about achievements and pushing yourself it's sometimes it's about going slowly and gently too isn't it 
Oh, absolutely. In fact, like, you know, it's not the Monroe baggers, it's the Monroe braggers. <laughs> um, you know, you, you talked about um, on, the, on the bonus Christmas episode um, of the podcast about having to keep up with Instagram and the, the mm. pyjama images you know you've all got the the branded pajamas or um or the steam train um uh you know trip with the kids um but as you said quite rightly family just wants you Mm. they don't want your instagram posts those kids are are not bothered about how many likes um how many followers you have they just want your time and your space in my family um although i don't have kids i've got um older parents they they do not want me on a phone so i know that um (laughs) it works both ways it really does and um, yeah. what's most important is what's most important um yeah uh, instagram one of these days will be replaced i'm sure by something that someone's going to invent uh, in the future so we better not get, get caught up about it now <laughs> that's so true it's like what do we want our lives to count for it's definitely not instagram likes because they won't last well they're 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 not lasting treasure for sure and that's really exciting that you're getting to have a christmas off panel I guess I guess it's been so much fun doing it but I can imagine it must be so nice all the work that you're doing now sounds amazing and will be intense in its own way I'm sure it must be so nice to be able to slow down a bit this Christmas and enjoy the season um well in our family (laughs) in our family we don't really slow down um we've got so my dad's birthday is the 2nd of december happy birthday dad my mum's birthday is the 18th of december happy birthday mum and my birthday is the 21st of december four days before christmas oh my goodness (laughs) so we are not a slow down family in fact my sister whose birthday is in june um doesn't really (laughs) doesn't really know quite how to keep up with the pace um, of all of that um although she does rather well um but there is a lot going on in December in fact now that I've taken a couple of years off panto actually um I've kind of wondered you know how did I ever do it how how did that ever happen how did I ever have a life yeah it must be expensive month for your sister Louise then she'll have to save up all year (laughs) but at least you get to enjoy the celebrations I guess oh a thousand percent I mean we're Christmas daft in our house anyway it's it's like Christmas threw up so although I did my little preach there about about Instagram and you know not making it look (laughs) to be fair the decorations are a good some of them are good 10 years old maybe maybe more yeah Yeah. a good a good long time we we reuse our decorations (laughs) yeah it's about enjoying it how you want to enjoy it I guess that was the message of the podcast wasn't it it's about taking that pressure off but if you want to go full out go full out if that's what brings you joy just don't do it to please anyone else do it because that's what you want to do absolutely amazing so you talked to us a bit about your hiking and your other passions but I just love you to sum up for us Ashley what does living life well mean to you I think um uh well you and I both know that Glasgow's motto for the city is you know let Glasgow flourish Mm. um and and the other part of that is let Glasgow flourish by the preaching of God's word which as a person of faith um really does make sense to me um the first thing that resonates with me is that I I do want to flourish in life I really do and I want others to flourish in life Mm. um so even when I'm doing theatre and it can be um you know, it can be just simply putting on a show if you were just to define it in one respect. Um, but actually, when I was, you know, in the production of Paddington, we did 
um, many, many accessible performances. And those ones just stole my heart. Um, I was very grateful in the, in the sense that I got to do the majority of those accessible performances because we um, had actors who would shadow uh, the roles because we did so many performances during the day. But um, so something like um, taking delight in taking a child by the hand who um, maybe is a little bit afraid of loud noises, who, who is autistic or who um, who does have additional support needs or learning support needs, um, taking that time to perform to that person is, is, is really important in their unique way. Um, so to me, that's encouraging flourishing. Mm. Um, but, but I think we all need to take time out to flourish for ourselves. Yeah. Um, so we, we can flourish in our work, absolutely. And, and more often than not, we do because it's, it's such a priority because of our culture and society. But to be able to flourish at home or flourish in our faith or flourish in our family or flourish in our eating or flourish in our um, getting outdoors, like making that time and saying, in order for me to flourish, I actually do need to be outside. I do need to get fresh air. I need to get my steps in because when I do that, you know, I just oxygen to my brain. I flourish it's just simply um it's so it's it's let Ashley flourish as much as it is the city's motto yeah. I want to flourish too so if I let how do I let Ashley flourish I have to do all of those things um that, that actually make sense you know if we listen to our bodies you know and we stop for a second and think oh I've spent six hours on a screen today maybe I do need to go for a walk at lunch outside and just experience the outdoors even if it's raining which it has been for about seven weeks in Scotland I can imagine I don't miss that <laughs> that's so good though and I'm so glad you've you've highlighted the fact that like we all want to flourish we don't want to just survive life and get through it we want to flourish and really live life to the full and I know and I can see your passion to help other people do that I've seen how you care for others and you encourage others but it has to start with us doesn't it um, we can't do what we want to do well or help others if we're not flourishing and it is taking those steps to take care of ourselves well um, so yeah I'm really glad you've highlighted that I can totally see that and especially as an as an actor as a performer you must really need to take care of yourself because you must give so much of yourself to your performances I, my guilty pleasure I love Robbie Williams it's not a secret to those who who know me um went to see him last month it was very exciting but I listened to a podcast with him today because I love him and he was talking about his how he loves performing but he has a a massive fear of it because he knows how much it's going to take off him and he feels he doesn't have it in him to give as much as he needs to give but he does it he finds it but he said he should really be like the fitness of an athlete to do a concert and he, he says he's not but that's what he should be at and I can imagine in the creative world you do really need to take care of yourself but we all do we all do to a level don't we but especially in that in that field you mentioned something really interesting and um, I love the fact that you're confessing once again that, you know, your love for Robbie Williams. It's fine. It's okay. I, um, <laughs> I think, um, I, I think the key, um, I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. I can just simply go by my experience and I'm sure some of your listeners and audience members experience is that I don't know that it all just hasn't got to start in our minds, first of all. Mm because Robbie would have to decide in his mind, yeah, I'm going to perform today. Mm -hmm. If he sell, if he tells himself, no, I'm not doing it, he ain't doing it, no matter how fit he is. Yeah. 
no matter if he's just going to the gym and done a workout, if he's got all his protein, if he's been, you know, off the alcohol and he's he's proper yeah. clean or whatever. Um, and I'm the same. I'm exactly the same. If I if I tell myself I can't if I can't do the part, if I can't perform, if I can't do the workshops that I'm doing, and to be fair, as I said, my my, my career at the moment has taken a wee a wee road, you know, off of what I would usually do. Um, and there is that moment in my head where I go, yeah, but you've not worked in this way before you've not worked with this particular group before yeah. you know what if it doesn't work what if they don't like you what if, what if what you give what if you what, what you bring to the table isn't going to work for them and um, it's that imposter syndrome isn't it so if we if we give in and we listen to that we never get the chance to flourish we never get the chance you know Robbie Williams showing up and gain the audience a really good time mm-hmm. I'm sure you had the best time at a concert and I can only imagine Joanne because I've been in concerts where you're just like oh it's it's the experience yeah, yeah. and so again as a performer like for, for a lot of my work I do with, with 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 kids and adults families I'm surrounded by families when you take a child you know and bring them into the uh, the story with you like you're caught up in them and what they're experienced and they've experienced something that they'll never experience in school even at the at the at the cinema they don't experience because it's not live it's not human um you know they'll never have never experienced anything like that um and of course mums and dads guys and grandpas they all know when they're watching child like children getting caught up they get caught up as well so it's like a win-win situation but definitely like i totally resonate with what robbie williams is saying i've never said those words in my life but just to say, I do resonate <laughs> with first. Robbie. <laughs> I do resonate with Robbie in the sense of no, yeah, you, but you you do have to make that decision, and, and the decision is made um, in your mind. It is that mental health. It is that deciding. No, I'm going to do this because I've got something to bring to the table. Yes, yeah, and that's something that we can all learn from the wisdom of Robbie. There we go. We've heard it here. Uh, but I guess as a performer, it's like a snapshot. Of, it's like an extreme example of why it's so important to take care of yourself so that you can give off yourself but actually we're all in that arena to some degree aren't we we all need to do those things so I'd love to hear more about that like how you take care of yourself actually I know you've spoken about nature and um, being important to you for nourishing your soul but you you and me were talking about this really lovely concept of creating kind of safe spaces in your life um, and I'd just love to explore more, that more with you, that sort of what that means to you, how you practice that and how that sort of benefits your well-being. So tell us more about that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's all relative. As I said, those those words at the beginning of my on my Instagram bio, like that is me. Um, a lot of my bio pics are, are just, uh, sorry, uh, Instagram pics are me being outdoors in nature and, and in in my safe, safe spaces. So yeah. Um, We've all lived through what we've lived through the past few years. Mm-hmm. And I think I realized really, really quickly that it was important to have a safe space outdoors, mm. you know, that was not in my home. Yeah. Um, I'm sure some other people would probably find a, a similar sort of desire um, after we've been stuck in for, for two, two and a half years, three, nearly three years, my goodness, um, needing to be out with the space that we were just so locked in mm-hmm. um so when restrictions were lifted I very much just clung to the spaces around me 
um, sort of nearby that were accessible to me um, via car and foot, mm. but that were outdoors and um, were uninterrupted. Now, <laughs> um, thankfully, I live in a, a nation that, you know, you, you, you do still have, we do still have our, our, our spaces, our green spaces, our open spaces. We do still have places where people don't go. And so um, at certain times of the day, I would, I would time it where I would go and be alone mm. by myself in my safe space or my sacred space, as I like to call it. And um, I would actually urge, I would urge everyone I talk to for your own mental health and for your own development, for your your own human flourishing, for creativity and creative ideas, for dreaming, um, for having time alone for yourself is so, so important. But if you can, where you can, if you have mobility to do so, go outdoors, go and find a space outdoors. Now, where you are might be a wonderful, sacred, safe space in a park and and there are people about but you feel safe because you 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 per perhaps don't feel safe being completely on your own i do um because it's just the way that i've been brought up you know there's there's plenty of spaces around me where people are not around um but if that feels fills you with the fear then go to the park that feels most comfortable to you and sit now some people might think oh that's amazing i know exactly what to do when i get to those lovely spaces i've got one in my head right now and you know we all watch these films joanne where like, there's a beautiful like image of, of a, a lovely space you know outside and and the sun's always out of course it is and the music is playing but you as an audience member go oh that's so nice or you feel drawn in or you feel drawn to want to go there there is a reason for that because well we do have um that longing to 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 be in beautiful spaces okay. um but what i was going to say is that when i'm saying that if somebody's sitting there th um thinks yeah, but I don't, I don't be still. Like that's not. I don't do the stillness thing. So what do I do when I get there? Yeah. I don't want anyone to panic because I am very much like this. I need a to do list for my to do list. So, so if when I'm saying this and you're like, oh, this is amazing, but what do I do when I get there? I have a list for you. I have a checklist. Amazing of things to do. Um, because obviously we are creative individuals, and there's plenty of things that we can do. So I'll say a few things. And if one of them resonates with you, great. If all of them resonate with you, brilliant. If some of them don't resonate with you, yeah, no worries. Like some of them won't. So my first thing to say is when you get to your sacred space, wherever it is, and I'm sure as I'm describing it or talking about it, you've probably already thought of a space. Maybe it's a park. Maybe it's by the beach. Maybe it's... Um, Maybe it's a place that you used to visit but don't go to anymore. You've forgotten about. Maybe you've put off not uh, going there because, or you think you think it might take a little bit longer to get there. You might need childcare, or there's there's several things putting you off. Can I say to you, don't don't stop yourself before you've even started. Yeah. Get some childcare, or um, or uh, or go when the kids are at school, or take some time out on your lunch break. Just excuse yourself from the lunch table at work and go and find your safe safe space, your sacred space. And the first thing I would tell you to do when you get there is breathe. And you're probably thinking, oh, like I saw that one coming, you know, <laughs> like I, I do that naturally. So, you know, next one, please. But no, I genuinely mean like intentional breathing. 
and I'm sure everybody's aware of all these wonderful great apps that that help us to do that <laughs> they literally help us to breathe the calm app for example um there's a great great app called soul time there's a wonderful app um called the you version bible app which if you're a christian and you've got faith um you can use that one to engage with God, you know, and through breathing, just through just chilling, just taking some time. So my first thing is to say to you, breathe, but be intentional with your breathing. So, so take a big deep breath in, hold it, let it go. And, and maybe set a timer, set a timer on your phone for like five minutes to just literally breathe and to not focus on anything. You've just to breathe in that space. Now, if that one just sounds a wee bit too still for you, I've got another one for you. I want you to notice. Mm. So after you've breathed, <laughs> I want you to notice what's around you. I want you to notice five things mm. like the trees, you know, the flowers, the grass. Is the grass wet? Um, is there a breeze? How, like, is it blue sky? How many clouds are there? Are there birds overhead? Are there birds singing? Just notice, notice five things. And the next thing I want you to do is, is to actually use your five senses. There's a little bit of a theme going on here. Use your five, five senses and engage with the outdoors. So you've already engaged your breathing. You've already engaged your awareness of what's around you. But now my next thing is to notice and, and um, use your senses by noticing. So, so what can you smell? What can you see? What can you hear? What can you taste? Maybe there's like that taste after the rain has been. Um, what can you what can you feel? Maybe it's like the dampness of the ground. So use your five senses when you're out. So we're going to breathe. We're going to notice. We're going to use our five senses. And the next thing I want you to do, because you'll naturally do it anyway, is just to expand your mind and dream. Mm. Why don't you take a notepad with you? Why don't you take a blank pad and draw, write, pray write down your innermost thoughts those thoughts that you don't want to acknowledge just write them down write them down because you're in your safe space so it doesn't matter so as soon as you write them down you can close the book and just go right safe space done that stays there but at least they'll be out out of your mind um so that's my next thing is is to dream to draw to to have a think to use your imagination and finally i would ask you what do you want to bring back from your safe space would you like to bring home some autumn leaves? Something that looked really interesting, that was such a strange colour or an interesting colour? Do you want to bring home a little rock that you've stumbled over? Do you want to bring home a flower? And when you do that, when you pop it home, like in your room or in your space, in your kitchen or on the window ledge or something, you'll remember your safe space. You'll remember the things you dreamed about. You'll remember being creative. And you'll be encouraged to go back out again Um it would just be a lovely little reminder of that time that you took for you to flourish and find yourself in a safe space. So those are my top tips. I mean, I could go on forever, but actually, actually, to be fair, see once you get in your safe space, you'll do what you need to do for you. You'll do it naturally. You will do it. The breathing thing will come naturally or the noticing thing will come naturally. And now if you're anything like me, as I said, I need a list for a list. If you want to know what to pack, <laughs> um, or just like like some just little checkpoints, just to see, because I, I live in Scotland, so you've got to be prepared for all weather. So one, of course, dress for the weather. Take your notepad and pen. Always, always, always take your notepad and pen. Do you know something? See if you drive. Stick a notepad and a pen in your glove compartment. Stick a notepad and pen in your car. 
because you'll find like maybe on your lunch break right you'll have like you'll have a spare or an extra long lunch break so the notepad will already be there and you can write stuff down or draw or whatever um take something to sit on I have always got my um picnic blanket in the back of my car um because I never know where I might be I also don't want a wet bum um take your flask always got a flask always need a wee cup of tea because you know very well, you know, and once you get into it, you actually end up being there longer than what you think. Um, if you need to, take a map, obviously, in case you don't know the area too well. Um, take your phone. Um, not that I'm too overly keen on engaging digitally when you're being in the outdoors. I would say just for safety's sake, take your phone. You can always send someone a message saying, I'm just heading out for a walk or whatever. Um, I would say as well, if you're in a space where there is a lot of over overhead noise or um, traffic going by or airplanes going by. That's okay. We all live in different areas. Um, you may want to take your headphones. Just saying, just saying. Um, finally, be aware of your parking, where you're parked, and how you're going to, you know, leave your, your car or, or get home if you're if you're getting a bus at different different routes, different times. Um, and the other thing I wanted to say was just off the back of. Um, a lovely lady who shared on the podcast before she did say the words look after you know your well-being so I would say I would say that the next thing you have to do is to make a date now that I've said this yeah. I am challenging you get your diary out do it right now as I'm speaking and circle a date in the month that sticks out to you now for me I, I actually have a day in the month where I make space it's a specific day in the month where I'm like, that is my day away. Because if I only manage one day for me, then I'm doing pretty well. There we go. Oh, Ashley, that was so good. I've written down all these these points. I love a list and I love practical tips. So you were speaking my language and I just loved everything you said. It's just really about prioritizing that time out, isn't it? And once we do that, like you see, you'll want to keep doing it. It's those healthy habits that we don't know are good for us until we do them. And there's something really powerful about being out in nature that just restores us in a way that resting indoors or, you know, other things we do to distract or relax, like watching TV, they just don't restore us. They actually drain us, don't they? So that sounds so good. And I'm going to do it. I'm going to follow your advice because me and my husband, Matt, we keep saying this, like once a month, we should give each other permission to have a day away. One of us will stay with the kids and do something fun. One of us will go away into nature and we just don't get around to it. But I know how beneficial it would be. It's like you feel selfish, but like we're saying, you can't flourish unless you take care of yourself. So I'm going to take up your challenge. I'm going to do it because um, I do. I go for a walk most days, but that's like 20 minutes, half an hour. And it's lovely and it's really important for my well-being. But I don't get the full benefits of actually like soaking up the outdoors. So I just love that challenge that you've set us. And I hope if you're listening, you take up that you know you're worth taking that time out for and that you'll experience the benefits of that. And I think you were saying about your five senses. I love that as just a sort of self-soothing technique. I use it with my little girl sometimes. She can get very emotional and very overwhelmed. So she's like, I can't calm down, Mama. But like, what are five things you can see? What are four things you can hear? And the time you've gone through it all, she's like, calm down. It like snaps you out if you're overwhelmed, doesn't it? And and all of these things you're talking about, they're all things that just soothe our nervous system, aren't they? Like the outdoors, breathing, journaling. And then the last things you were saying, like we can only dream and create, I think, when we, when we create that space in our lives to do it. And I think it can be scary sometimes when we're so busy, we're so caught up in business to stop and slow down 
and to feel and to notice our feelings because we know we're probably burying things that are bubbling away under the surface but I love your idea of having a safe place to go to that feels safe so that you can just start to notice and feel those things in a way that feels safe and feels manageable and then you're talking about bringing things back maybe even emotionally there's things you could leave there's like stress you could leave and a sense of peace you could take back with you and um I'll go back to you in a minute I'm just on one myself now I've been thinking (laughs) this is so good Um, I've been thinking a lot about the idea of like rest and retreat and it's something we do talk about in the podcast you know building and rest and slowing down our lives but also retreating it's almost like that conscious decision to retreat from the busyness and as part of our faith we believe that Jesus set that example didn't he he would like retreat from the crowds and he'd go away and speak to his dad and get you know strategy and wisdom and um, recharge himself that way and it's something that he invited his followers to to do with him he said come away with me and find a quiet place to rest for a while and I think whatever you believe about Jesus if you believe he was who he said he was if you believe he was like a wise man or you think it's just a story I think there's still wisdom in his teachings that he planned an intentional time and in his busy schedule and people were demanding so much from him all the time he gives us his invitation to withdraw with him and I think that's what you do and that's the example that you set um, and you you live out the benefits of it so so thank you for sharing that I think it was really powerful and just a real encouragement and challenge to us all so thank you thank you well I really do mean it I do hope um some people do embrace um, embrace that time embrace the date circle a date in the diary and and go for it as you say you know, you can grab 20 minutes and you can do your lunch times. <clears throat> but when you set that time, that day away for yourself, um, a special day away, that is a retreat, isn't it? It's retreating um, for yourself. It's retreating with Jesus, if that's your faith. Um, it's retreating for yourself. You, you, you just, you do, you have to make time for yourself because we tell ourselves that we, we can hear, we know our minds, we know our thoughts. But actually when you turn off all the distractions, and that's the reason why I said deliberately, like the safe space is outdoors. It's not indoors because if you stay indoors, you'll do your washing, you'll check your emails, you'll check your phone, you'll phone your friends, you'll say, let's go for a cuppa. Yeah. And that's not, that's not it. That's a different thing altogether. And time with people is absolutely needed um, yeah. for, for us to survive. But so is silence and solitude as yeah. well. Yeah, and it's something we, we neglect, I think, definitely in our society now. And it's just building in those moments as well, isn't it? Like building in the moments of daily retreat and rest, weekly, but then monthly, like you're saying, more intentionally, monthly and yearly. Even like maybe going away for a week to a retreat or or something like that um, is just so beneficial, isn't it? Um, oh, it's so good, Ashley, so good. Thank you so much. I, I really loved your message today. So, Ashley, are you happy for people to connect with you, following on from the podcast? Where's the best place for them to do that? Would it be like your Instagram or how to stay in touch with me yeah totally anyone um can reach out to me on instagram i am i've put a, an extra a in there um so i am ashley a andrew uh, a-s-h-l-e-y a a a a n d r e w can't even see it uh, ashley a andrew and then it's uh linkedin you can catch me on there if you're if anyone uh, wants to see what I'm up to professionally so I'm Ashley Andrew actor on LinkedIn 
Oh, fantastic. So yes, we encourage you to do that. Stay in touch and see what you're up to. I loved hearing about the work you're doing just now that you're using your creativity to help others. I think that's awesome and I know creativity is super important to you. Also, Asha, it's been so good. Um, so just for fun, just end on a fun note after that amazing um, chat we've had. Tell us just for fun, what would you have for your last meal on earth? Uh, it's, it's, it's such a hard question sometimes because everybody just loves food, don't we? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so because of the season that we're in, I will say, so I'm going for the three courses, Joanne. Like, I'm not just going for like the one meal thing. <laughs> get what you can no I might even go for the four I might even go for the four courses little little um, little entree to start with <laughs> no I'm not that like no um I probably need something hearty so I'd say um I'm, I'm a big soup eater my favorite soup is leaked potato soup but I'm gonna push that to one side because it's my last meal um and go for a particular one um that's popular at this time of the year it's called cream of christmas soup oh hello which is made with turkey it's got a little bit of cream in it it's got a little bit like worcestershire sauce in it i think so it's a little bit of a kick in it i know you wouldn't think of putting that in soup um Mm. my mother used to make it um and it only comes out once every year so i think it's in delia smith's christmas book so anybody good old delia smith um it's in there cream of christmas soup so that's the starter then i'm going to go for well, it's got to be the carbs because it's not going to matter, is it? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to go with macaroni cheese. And um, just to name drop, I was at the Edinburgh Fringe this year and there was a mac and cheese stand mm. and they had truffle oil and parmesan on top. Hello. It was so good. So I think I'll have to have all of that as well. Again, it doesn't matter. And then for dessert, see, I have got the sweetest tooth. Um, So really? this is a real second point for me and I feel like like it also gives an insight to everybody's souls whatever dessert you go for so um I'll stuff it I'm gonna have two desserts it's my last meal so I'm gonna have, <laughs> I'm gonna have I'll have sticky toffee pudding um which lets you know how, just how sweet um I do like my desserts and also again something that some people might not have heard of this is a proper 90s kid dish was fluffy ding dong pudding what? which was yeah which was a bit of like what was like like looking around the cupboard so I'm, I'm pretty sure like so there was like a tin of tinned fruit then I think there was a layer of jelly sounds like the thing at a friend's isn't it like when she puts all the random stuff in yeah. um, so it was tinned fruit jelly and then mushrooms that's the fluffy ding dongs what's it on the top marshmallows I thought you said mushrooms it must be <laughs> Like that's that's too far. <laughs> is this like an Andrew special? Is this like um, a mommy Andrew special, or is it an actual this thing? Was, I'm sure this was genuinely when the cupboards were bare in the nineties, mm, and it was like, yeah. it was like, what can you, what can you give the kids? Mm. But also with the marshmallows, the fruit, and the jelly, that was a lot of e numbers, so it probably wasn't the best yeah. move. <laughs> no, it's very paid for it later. <laughs> I feel like some of these are definitely like. Andrew family specials. <laughs> I'm just made up. <laughs> no, it's true. It's nice true. to meet you. <laughs> She's never made it since. Probably why, actually, to be fair, because of the E numbers. She, like, had to like, scrape you off the walls after, <laughs> off the ceiling. <laughs> oh, well, I have to say that the mac and cheese with truffle oil sounds exquisite. Like, I've had chips with parmesan and truffles. Like, that sounds so snobby, doesn't it? But 
for a treat, obviously, but you can't beat a good mac and cheese, but that just takes it to the next level, doesn't it? And how much fun is the fringe? If you've not been to the Edinburgh fringe before, you've got to go. Like the atmosphere is amazing, isn't it? It's so much fun. Yeah, it's intense. It's it's really yeah, I can imagine it's intense if you're working at it. <laughs> it's a different ball game. And and plan well. Like I would say anyone out there's a there was a theatre company this year who couldn't afford to stay in Edinburgh, funnily enough. So they travelled from Carlisle. Um probably shouldn't say this because it doesn't really promote Scottish tourism, but I'll say it anyway because it's your audience and you gotta do what's good for you. So um yes, because on the train from Carlisle, it's only an hour to Edinburgh. Mm. So you wouldn't need to pay. Um, so, you know, if you, you know, I'm sure your audience is very savvy and knows, um, has some tricks up their sleeves. So people should share. But but come to Fringe. Yeah, there's nothing like it. Oh, that is a good shake. because it's so hard to get accommodation, isn't it? Yeah, so Carlisle. Oh, amazing. Oh, Ashley, that's been so good. Thank you so much for chatting to us tonight. And just really enjoyed this conversation with you and please if you're listening let me or Ashley know if you try this if you try building this time of actively seeking out safe spaces in your life to retreat and recharge we'd love to hear what that looks like for you and what benefits you found so let's keep each other accountable and just share how we're getting on but I can only imagine the the benefits that will, will bring to your life so Ashley thank you so much for your time tonight it's been absolutely wonderful having you on I've loved it. I've absolutely loved it. I'll keep listening to that podcast because it's so, so good. Oh, thank you so much. Lovely to see you. Thanks. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening today. I really hope you've had some inspiration to look after yourself, body, mind and soul and feel as well as you deserve to do. Please remember to subscribe and share this podcast if it's been helpful for you. And I'll see you again soon with another episode and some more amazing guests. Take care.